0: Yo fam, Coach Sam from Strong gens Coaching back with another episode for you guys. And on today's episode, I got Coach Tom back in the building. We're going to be going over a couple topics here. But before we begin, if you could please leave a five-star review if you haven't already, I would greatly appreciate it. I'm trying to grow this podcast to reach as many men as possible, and I need your help. It takes a tribe, gentlemen. So smash that five-star button and share this episode with two friends when you're done listening to it. Thank you for all the love and support. Coach Tom, what's happening? What's up, Sam? How you doing? I'm doing good. Ready to jump in here and and have another doing good question. What have you been up yeah. to?
1: Yeah. Um, you know, let me start off uh, by saying I'll show you my my uh, retirement countdown app. Okay. I'm down to one month and 24 days, 19 hours and 21 minutes. Okay. And, um, you know, I wanted to comment that. Now, I, I I I put this app on for a friend of mine at work because he's got like seven years to go, and he's like very jealous. And I'm like, all right, man, I'm I'm going to do the countdown app. He now he put the countdown app on his phone too, and he's like at seven years something like that. So it's like slow torture, you know. But um, it's interesting. I want to say that that um, it's funny. Like, I've seen other people retire, obviously my career, and a lot of people hear that word and they think like, um you know, oh, you're going to retire. It's the seven day weekend. You ever hear that one?
0: Yeah, of course.
1: Seven day weekend, you know, and everyone's like, what are you going to do? And I'm like, I'm like, listen, people just don't understand with me. You know, like I have the ability to retire at this time from this job. But I say I, I'm not it's not the it's not the R word. OK, retire. It's the R word um, redirect you know, like I have lived my life, okay, in a certain way, you know, to be at this point, okay, where, you know, you know, I, you know, I feel like I'm different, you know, I prepared myself to be different than the next guy, like, you know, like, I'm just like beginning, you know, like, and, and uh I'm going to continue to work. And, I, and, um you know, yes, I'm gonna, it's going to be different. And I'm going to have more flexibility, which is great. But I still have your goals. Okay. Um, it's going to be wonderful. I was locked into the same type of profession and job for 26 years because of the pension and all that. And that's wonderful. And I'm going to reap all the benefits of that now, but now being released from that. Okay. Um, I, I am free to make some other choices and it's a great feeling, you know? Yeah. Could I live off the amount of money that I'm going to be getting? Okay. I could do that, but not, not the way that I want to live. Number one, And number two, you know, like, um, you know, I'm going to be 60 years old in August. Um, Some people think that that's old, you know, Um, to me, you know, it's not old. You know, I'm the youngest one in a new decade. Okay, so everybody who I'm competing against in a new age group, watch out. You know, there's a there's a new kid in town, you know, and I'm coming for your title, whatever that is. You know, like when I ran the uh, the Empire State Building run up. Okay. I was in the last part of the age group, 50 to 59, you know, and I came in 13th in that age group. Okay. Which wasn't bad. I was the second guy that came in in, at my age. So next year, I'm going to be ahead of the pack if I decide to run that run up, which I might. It was kind of cool. But um, I just think it's, you know, to it's how you look at your life and its perspective. You know, I read something recently an article about retirement, you know, and, um, and they interviewed some people and they're like, you know, some people are like, I'm never going to stop working. You know, uh, work is such a big part of our life. You know, it fulfills us. It gives us a purpose. We're giving back. We're productive. And when you're productive and moving and have your days planned like that, okay, um, overall, okay, uh, your, your, your body is still moving. Your mind's active, your body's active. And, um, you know, you're going to live a longer, happier life. So I just think it's funny, like, like, you know, because I got my countdown coming up, you know, people was like, it's getting close. It's getting close. You know, you excited. I'm like, woo. Yes, I'm excited. You know, everybody wants to throw a party for me and everything. And which is fine. You know, like, like, you know, I didn't really want one. But but Chuck Welsh, my good friend who you're going to have on podcast, I I went on a five mile walk with him. Okay, last week. And um, he told me, he goes, Tom, he goes, it's not about you. Okay it's not about what you want it's about them recognizing you you do it for them you know because of what you meant to them and you give them an opportunity to 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 you know send you off and say thank you and stuff like that and he's right you know what i mean so that's not really my thing but but uh, he's right so yeah we're going to have the retirement party and and all that you know but um but i'm excited uh, i'm i'm excited to be young at 60 young in my age group you know um i you know i'm i'm thinking now about what what physical challenge I want to do in my 60th year. I'm thinking possibly it's going to be a 50K, which is an ultra marathon. I think I want to do one in my life. It's a 30, 30, 31 mile race. Okay. And um we uh, what? we did one in 2020, dog. No, 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 I know, but i about I mean a you know a part of an organized, you know, uh, event, you know, from start to finish. It that in that event, in that event what I did was I, I rucked in the middle if you remember. I ran 17 miles and then and then my boy Jim came and we rucked 3 miles. I can still can't believe it did that. Rucked 3 miles in Homedale Park and then I then I ran 5 more miles and I walked some. But but I want to do it, it, it at age 60. I want to I want to do like like an event like that.
0: That event was legitimate and it was hosted by Strong Gents Coaching and Coach Sam. <laughs> Yeah, I know, I, but I kind of cut, like I said, I cut it up. I cut it up a little bit. I you still did 32 miles? So for anybody listening who doesn't know on 20, uh, June 14th, 2020, my birthday, I decided to do a 50 mile quote unquote race. It was by myself. Okay. I actually yes. want to do the race. There was a 50 mile race on my birthday that I wanted to do, um, across the country, canceled. but it got canceled because of COVID. So I decided to do it by myself and I ran a half mile circle a hundred times. Um, Man, the old man here did 32 miles that day. That is an ultra marathon. 32 miles is the first. When you add up the walking, when you add up the walking and the running, yes, it's 32 miles. No, I think that's a good goal. I also want to touch upon something you said about retirement just because it's on top of my head right now. Um, you said, you know, you read an article about retiring and how staying with some type of work is beneficial. I'm telling you right now, it's the best thing you could do. If you retire and you don't do anything, you go downhill fast. Like really fast. Know it because personal trainer, I've been working with people for over a decade now and everybody who retires and doesn't pick something up, their mental capacity for just anything shoots down fast. It is crazy. I feel so sad. Like I see people who are high-functioning human beings, um, top of their career, retire, and then two years later, they don't have anything to do. And they actually sound worse. They don't speak as well. They're not as on top of their game. They forget their appointments. They wake up late. They have no structure. And they end up getting – some of them, unfortunately, end up getting depressed and so on and so forth. And I do think it comes down to personality because I have met. Some clients I've come across who retire and they live the seven day weekend, like you were saying, and and, and they are awesome. You know, they have they have no problems with that. But I think some people most people are wired the other way. Most people need they are
1: wired. And, you know, I think that we talk about all the time how, you know, physical uh, and physical, nutritional, mental health are all tied together. And um, if, if people are just so terribly out of shape as they get older, you know, you don't have that energy. Okay. You don't have that energy, that spark, that endurance that you might, that you could have if you keep yourself in better condition, you know, and it matters. It matters more as you age. You know, I got the energy. I got so much friggin' energy it's, you know, it's unbelievable. Like I always say, I'm a centaur, man, you know, centaur, half man, half horse, you know that, right? In Greek Greek mythology. Yes. I say that I'm a centaur from the waist up. I'm like, I'm in my 20s, man, my cardiovascular ability, you know, um, and you know, what I'm able to do, but then waist down, I'm, I'm like, oh, it's totally different, man. You know, my legs are beat up, you know, the ligaments. I mean, it's hard, man. It's hard. The arthritis in the lower back, but that's, that's okay. You know, you just got, you got to fight that, you know, you got to fight that, you got to take care of it. Um, And you got to change up, you know, if you, you know, you have to change up, like if the day comes that, you know, running is my thing. I I love running. I've been a runner for my whole life, but if the day comes where I really can't run, you know, anymore the way that I want to run, you know what I mean? Not like a little jog or whatever. I'm not going to get depressed. It's going to suck. But I'm not going to be like, oh, I can't do anything anymore. What am I going to do? I'm going to shift gears. I'm going to get into something that's that doesn't have as much impact on my lower body. But I, it, but being in shape and being a well-conditioned freaking athlete is going, to, is, is going to be important to me to the day I die. I'm going to be the healthiest freaking 100-year-old that you've ever seen. I'm going to bring in the Guinness Book of World Records.
0: You Know and, we'll and if I can't throw it, we might have to throw a stake in there or something. We'll see. Yeah,
1: if, if and and if I if I'm not able to run, if I can only walk, then I'll be the best freaking walker. You know, nice. my friends laugh, my friends laugh because I'm like, um, I've said this for a long time. I'm like, yeah, when I'm older, man, like if I get into a retirement home, you know, I'm gonna be I'm gonna have the best time in the mile walk and the mile swim, you know, and the uh, I'm, I'm gonna have those. As they do. They have them in these places. They do not.
0: In some places, they do. They have. They now have pickleball tournaments. That's what they're big well, thing now. Then I'll then I'll win that. You might. Yeah, you could win that. Pickleball is I not. Win, pickleball is easy. I'll,
1: I'll I'll win that. You know. So, but, it's but a, anyway, a, I I just wanted to open up this way in regards to you know, you know everybody's your view of the world. Okay, you know it's always good to examine your view of the world and we're not locked in you know and you're not trapped in this certain view of the world and it's okay to ha- to to step outside of your comfort zone okay and maybe think a different way and try out something different like hey listen i have a pretty good job right now like i don't have to retire and collect my pension right now i can continue working this job listen i i I have 180, I only work 180 days. It's an education job. I'm off every summer, 10 weeks in the summer, I'm off, okay? Uh, money's not an issue anymore. I don't stress. I can actually enjoy my summers. I don't have to work in the summers anymore. And I'm out at two 215 every day, you know? So I could stay in this, okay? It's comfortable, but you know what? I want to, I want to change. I want to challenge myself um, and uh, I want to do something different. I want to get out of my comfort zone that I've been in for so long, and I, I want to do something different. I want to test myself and challenge myself. And I'm really, I'm really excited about that. You know, because in the past, you know, you tend, we tend to, um, you know, gravitate towards things that make us more comfortable. You know, it's hard being on your own and and just being out there in, in the world. You know, and uh, and in my past, I probably shied away from that a lot. You know, but now I have an opportunity. You know, to to be on, be all, go off on my own. You know, and and to break new ground and that's what I'm looking to do. And I am I'm excited. I'm going to turn 60 on August 13th, but you know, I might as well be 26 because I'm ex-
0: I'm ex- excited as a 26-year-old starting something new. You're feeling 26, I'm feeling 66. <laughs> that's um you said a bunch of stuff there. There's one thing I want to comment on when you were talking about if you had to switch gears when you were a runner. Um <laughs> a lot of people actually do struggle with that. I see that a lot of the time. Um I've had yeah. to switch gears recently. I uh, haven't been able to work out as hard. Um, in golf, I can't swing as hard right now. I'm having some issues with my legs. Hard for me to uh, have some proper functioning. Um, I think it's also having some other effects too. There's some type of blown out disc, whether it's the three that are in my neck that got worse or there's a new one in my low back because of the Elhurst-Danlos syndrome that I have, meaning the connected tissue in my body is weak and doesn't heal properly. So I've had to switch gears and, and accept the fact that I am going to have to you know, ease up. Um, my life is going to look a lot different in the next decade it's going to be a lot more walking lightweights um you know medical interventions most likely or at least going and making sure i stay up on my checkups which i haven't done in the last six years so um you know that sucks in the beginning you go through a small depression or depressive state i should say a season of depression yeah. and uh you, I, I like sitting in that because I, I like I got to I did that recently a couple weeks ago because I got to reminisce in what I have accomplished, you know, and then when the day comes that I do die, you know, and that could who knows when that will be. Hopefully it's when I'm 120 and um, I can look back. And and that was a version of me I was very proud of, you know, it was a version of me that did some cool things. But it's not who I am. It's what I did, but it's not who I am. I am someone who changes lives. I'm someone who puts a smile on people's face and I don't need to be running right. pounds to do that. I don't need to be lifting weights to do that. I don't even need to be walking to do that. Um, I, it's just, it's, it's not who I was. It's what I did. And a lot of people struggle with that. I see that in personal training too, all the time. Um, when people have these, these masks that they wear, for example, I had somebody who recently suffered an injury, moving furniture, uh, that was a couple months ago, and they still can't lift heavy weights. They get re-injured, and they want to try. They love it. It's their favorite thing to do, and uh, unfortunately, right now, it's not something that they can do, and they're having trouble with the mask, you know. and I'm trying to inspire them to get into some different forms of working out more body weight styles uh, of training, um, more bodybuilding style training, higher volume. And and they don't necessarily like it just yet, but they don't like it just yet because they're not used to it. You know, they're still identifying with who they were. And I think that causes a lot of distress in people is getting stuck up on the past. Okay. I could get hung up and say, you know, I'm 28 years old. And uh, if I didn't have this connective tissue disorder, I would be setting world records. I would be I'd be breaking every. Nobody's got a mental mind like mine. No one can beat me. If if we're on, if we're running a race, I would I would die before I let someone beat me. It's just not happening. Um, and so that's a struggle. You know, I can't actually do that, but my mindset's still there, and and I have a better, I have an easier time getting over that stuff because I see the grand picture, right? So some people need to sit back and really understand. You know, like this is just a season that's what i did it's not who i am uh and that might come down to not knowing who you are but um i just wanted to touch upon that because you said you know you're retiring and um yeah. you know it's not who you for a long time i feel like you were the the guidance counselor the sac you know the substance abuse counselor you know but that's what you did that's not who you are who you are is a motivator, a disciplinary person, like in your own right, like you set, you set a good example for people. You are right. helping people and, and you don't need to do that through the school system. You're going to do that through books that you can write. You're going to do that through these podcasts. You're going to do that in your own private practice, you know? Um, but I think it's good that you said that because there's probably other people out there who are struggling with that right now. Maybe they've been working in a career for five years yeah. and change. And um, it's just removal of those masks, you know, removal and acceptance. Oh baby, does it come down?
1: And and the the thing is, which I learned early in my career, and you know when I was going through grad school and all this, and learning to be a therapist and everything, and and I really do believe this, it's kind of like you know sometimes we see people and we're like, hey, like how come that person's not that person's miserable? Their situation's miserable. Why don't they make a change? And so you know, so why don't they? And and so this is why, okay, the comfort of present misery. Okay. A lot of times someone will choose over the uncomfort of the unknown. Okay. So although I'm miserable, I know it. Okay. And I know what to expect and I know how it works, but the unknown, I don't know, maybe it could be worse than this. You know what I mean? So that that's the thing that holds people back. And, you know um, it's it's important to know that phenomena exist and 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 possibly with people can look at themselves and, and talk to someone about it you know but I, I also want to one of my I thought of one of my favorite quotes because you said when you were running you would you know you know whatever you said you were gonna bleed you know or whatever. Die before I quit yeah that's why well, you die for quit so one of my favorite you know and I think that I like this this attitude like there was a famous middle distance runner Olympic runner Steve, Pravontain, okay, and Steve Profontaine, unfortunately died a very tragic death in an auto accident in 1975. um, You know, while he was still in his prime, and um, he and he had a certain attitude, like he 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 ran races, you know, like he was in a fight, you know. And he's one of his quotes I love. He goes, "Someone may beat me, but they're going to have to bleed to do it," and I love that. That is that is that when I when I'm having moments, I think of that quote, you know, and and he's like, yeah, like someone think someone may be better than me. But I'll tell you what, I am going to bring him to the brink of destruction, you know, and that's that's that attitude, you know. And, you know, some people say, you you know, you're you're born with attitude and you can't like change your attitude. I don't agree with that. I mean, you're born, you know, you do have a certain personality, but that doesn't mean that you can't you know you you can't change uh to a certain extent and strive to be a different person you know or hold yourself in a different way if that's what you choose you
0: know if that's what you choose to do yeah you know? i agree 100 percent because i wasn't always that way you know I, I wasn't always the person who was willing to to you know absolutely put everything on the line to uh accomplish something i wasn't always like that it took me a long time honestly it took me going through some of my deepest darkest times to realize like damn dude i'm I'm going to be laying in a casket one day. Like, what the hell do I have to lose? If I'm going to try and accomplish something, I'm going to do it until I end up in a casket, kind of. Like, that That was my mindset, you know, instead of shying away and living in a bedroom. I think that's, like, the worst thing people can do, um, which is, like, this is totally off topic, but this has been on my mind lately is, like, this phenomenon with the social media and the Internet with younger cats these days, like, between the ages of, like, 17 and, and 24, 25 who uh, haven't done a damn thing? Like they haven't held a the job. They don't really have any real skills, um, but they want everything. They want the six-figure job. They want a girlfriend, and they want you know uh, they want everything for them. But they haven't put any work in, right? And then they just wow. stay home and play video games. It's like the crazy. It's like it's like you haven't earned you haven't earned it. And the only way to get out there and earn it is by actually doing it. But anyways, um, I, I want to transition this just because um, I, I think we can cover a few more uh things in this podcast that we were talking about earlier and one of them is the fact that here in jersey is the summer's coming the the good weather's coming around the winter's coming to a close and you were talking before we hopped on about how you're going to still maintain your routine throughout the entire summer and maybe even make it more because you're not going to be working during the summer you because know, of school so um but you also touched upon how some people let it go so i want you to go ahead real quick you yeah know. and uh- yeah, I just think
1: that, you know, I witnessed this, you know, like it's not my my thing. Like I'm a routine animal, you know, and that's never going to change. So so I die. That That's just how it is, you know. But but you just you can't do that overnight. Like, you know, I've been in my routines for decades and decades, you know, but there, there, but if you're not like that, there's always the first day, you know, there's always the second day, you know, one after the other. But I see a lot of guys. They get into a new routine with the new new year, usually, you know, and listen, you know, the weather's not great, so they're not going to be hanging outside and doing stuff. So that it's, it's, it's a lot easier to go to the gym, right? It's a lot easier to be consistent, um, you know, during that time because they're, they're, they don't really have a lot of other options. But then when the warm weather comes, you know how it goes, like people like to get outside and they like to party, you know, and, and um, then these opportunities pop up. You know, and so now maybe a guy was faithful going every Saturday morning, okay, to get a great workout. Right. But now is partying too much on Friday night and is sleeping through that workout. And now all of a sudden we don't have that workout anymore, you know, but, um, you know, that's I see I'm seeing it now. You know, I'm seeing some people now that have been consistent for a few months and um, they're starting to loosen it up a little bit, you know, and someone all, like people always ask me, you know, and it, it's bizarre to me. They're like, how do you do it? How, how do you do it? Like, I want to look like you when you're older. You know, I want to look like you now. Like, how how do you do it? And I'm like, listen, man, like, um, you know, I've prioritized my life in a different way. You know, like I'm not going to sacrifice things, you know, for the way I want to be physically. I'm not going to, drink too much alcohol or party too much, you know, I'm not going to eat too much, you know, Um, I'm not going to take off too much. Okay. Uh, I I mean, these things are too important to me. Okay. Um, And I love it. Do you know what I mean? And, you know, and and, um, it's part of the self love that I have for myself that during rough times in my life, I think helped me hang on. Okay. Um, And get through tough times because of, you know, the, the, the the love I had for myself. Like I would tell myself in my, in my, my dark moments, my roughest times in life, you know, I would look in the mirror, you know, and I say like, I'm not going to let you down. And I'd cry sometimes. You know what I mean? Like I look at me in the mirror. I said, I said, don't let yourself down. And I would say, I will not let that guy down, you know? So, um, and that's the thing, like, because many times in my life, it was just me, you know, dealing with my demons and struggling with my demons and uh, rough, rough times. And, um, you know, and I developed that relationship with myself, you know, where I was okay to be with myself, even though, you know, even if I was extremely lonely. Okay. And I would just say, I don't let that guy down. Like, don't do this thing that that you really don't want to do. Okay, to, to try to remedy this situation, you know, or, or, or don't, don't like, uh, do something that's going to take a shot to your self esteem you know, um, you know, and, you know, a a simple example would be someone who uh, has broken up with a girlfriend or something like that. And um, they, um, you know, they may do something that later on they're regretful of, you know, something that they they feel shame about, like trying to get the person back, you know what I mean? Like buying them something or, you know, trying to get them back. um, And like, you know, I don't know the word I'm looking for, groveling or, Begging, I don't know, you know, but uh, it's an example like that where you have a relationship with yourself, and you're like, you know what, I'm going to draw the line somewhere. Like I have to deal with this, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to go against things that are going to make me feel terrible about myself, you know. Even even though I feel terrible right now, so in those certain situations in my life, you know, um, you know what, regardless of what it was, relationship or you know, issue with a job or a personal flaw that I was, I felt was a personal flaw flaws working on, you know, um, you know, you, you just have to have that relationship with yourself and never let that guy down. That's looking back at you in the mirror. You know, it's important. And, and these quotes, like I will say, like I, when I was at your age in in, in my twenties, I really got into quotations And and this is kind of how you you broaden your awareness, okay, of motivators and how people live their lives, you know, and a different way of thinking. I mean, that quote by Steve Prefontaine, okay, was seared on my brain when I first read it. Like some quotes can change your life and your thinking at the moment, as soon as it strikes you, you know? And something like that, you know, that helped me to understand, I'm like, Tom, you're freaking tough. Like you've, you've gone through a lot of things. Like you might've not thought that you were tough, but you are a tough MF or man, you know, just like reading that quote like that, you know, someone might beat me, but they're going to have to bleed to do it. I love that quote. You know what I mean? You know, and that's where I probably, I probably, I I, I don't, I'm not stealing anything from Steve Profontaine, but you know, what the, my, the quote that, that I love and you love that my quote is, you know, um you're going to have to take, you know, a two by four to, you know, to the face to stop me, you know, like I've been crushed before, but it's going to take a two by two by four
0: to the face to stop me, you know, or a shotgun blast to the chest to stop me. Yeah, it, it was, I've been defeated before and I'll be defeated again, but it will take a shotgun to the heart to stop. me. And that's true. And I believe that. That's and and I-, I
1: may not, I may not have believed that, you know, at all t- times in my life, but you know, I came to believe it.
0: Hey, how come I got a tattoo of one of your quotes, but you don't have a tattoo of one of my quotes?
1: Let's shorten one of yours up, maybe if I can fit it. Fit it. I put it on my on my bicep. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll put it on this boy right here. Yeah, you're not you're not getting some
0: ink, man. Come on now. I could. I'm what opening you know? myself up. It's a new part of my life. Mike is uh, getting the tattoo that me and Sean got. He's getting it.
1: Um, that's cool man you guys that's 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 wild but you know i don't know about you know with skin wrinkling a little bit except there's no wrinkling on this gun right here but when 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 skin wrinkles a little bit i don't think tattoos look too good
0: that's what everybody says but it's only if you get fat and you get stretchy skin if you're skinny like us you don't gotta worry about it Yeah, yeah you always whatever you wrinkle a little bit but no i
1: i could i could i you know i could i got to revisit that after i i i finally retired from here and and, I, you know, I can think about some other things, then
0: uh, that may be on, on the agenda. The next one's going right across my back. Get strong, stay strong. <laughs> That's the slogan. That's the slogan. Listen, but you're right, okay? I see it all the times with my clients, okay? The warm weather comes... Uh, they're doing great for the first quarter of the year, but then that second quarter is coming around. when The weather starts getting nice out, and their biggest problem is saying yes to everybody. Hey, I'm having a barbecue Friday night. You coming? Yeah, I'll be there for sure. I won't miss it. Hey, we're going to the beach Saturday, beach bar. Are you coming to the Tiki bar? We'll have some drinks. Yeah, sure, I'm coming. Sunday's coming up. Oh, Sunday, day, bro. We're going out for Sunday, Funday. You don't want to miss it. Girls in bikinis is going to be great. Vodka and bikinis, come on. And everybody says yes. And they fall off, they miss their workouts, they don't get any sleep, they're constantly drinking alcohol, they're eating foods they normally don't eat, um, and it's a trap. It's a trap, and a lot of people end up in this cycle. And what you were saying, if you do care about yourself, if you do love yourself, you're going to maintain a routine, at least most of the time. It might change, but just because it changes doesn't mean you get rid of it completely. Uh, But it's funny because we're talking about routines before – We hopped on this podcast, and uh, you read an article about a morning routine, which I want you to share in a second. But um, I have my own opinions on morning routines, which I'll share with you when you're done reading it. It was by Shape Magazine, right? Yeah. Um... Gents, whatever you're doing, I don't know who Shape Magazine is, but this article is garbage. Um, So just because I saw this one garbage article doesn't mean they're all garbage, but most likely – uh, stick to the Strong Gents website, oh, stronggents.com.
1: Yeah, I, I think, you know, you know, articles, you know, authors are, are you know, based their articles on, on surveys and, you know, what 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 the readership, you know, is reading. So it reflects more on young people today and, uh, you know, and them
0: showing some inability to, you know, to self-motivate themselves. A lot of times, a lot of times these big companies like that, like I don't know Shape Magazine, but I'm guessing they're a pretty big editorial company. Been around for
1: a really long time. Yeah.
0: Yeah. They have writers that aren't even doing what they're writing about. They're just the writers. So like someone will send them an idea and a little bit of information and then they have to write an article about it. So the context and the content uh, ends up not being that great. But um, what was the title of that?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, the title, it's a ridiculous title. And if you feel like you would need to read something like this. Like I, I knew what was in it, and I didn't read it. Read it because I just didn't feel like it. Because the title was a joke. Okay, five ways to help you become a morning person. Are you freaking kidding me? You you really need to read an article on how to get up early and become a morning freaking person. Um, you know it's uh it's it 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 blows my mind. You know so um not becoming or thinking that you need tips on how to become a morning person just means that you're not willing to reprioritize your life and what is important to you. Okay, any change that we make requires a transition. So if you're not a quote unquote morning person, it could be difficult in the beginning. Right. Um, You know, to force yourself to become a morning person. You may fail sometimes, you may be successful sometimes, but just like anything else, if that's what you want and you want it bad enough and you're consistent, guess what? You don't have to read any articles. You're going to be a morning person, you know? So it never ceases to amaze me, you know, that as you mentioned earlier in the social media and the internet era where, you know, people are just looking for quick fixes, you know, that someone would really think that they need some tips on how to get up
0: early on a regular basis. Close my mind. Well, so morning, quote unquote, morning routines have been a hot topic for like the last five, seven years. It's been crazy because with the rise of social media, you have entrepreneurship in quotation because there's a lot of entrepreneurs who are just sitting on their couch doing nothing. Um, but you have this whole entrepreneurship wave of people who are trying to optimize their life to get the most out of it. The thing is, is and I say this all the time, people are like, what's your morning routine? And like, It varies depending on, you know, the season of life I'm in, depending what my goals are and what I'm doing. Um, But, you know, the routine that got me the most sex, the most success was this one. And it's... Some
1: people might want a routine that got you the most sex.
0: Yeah, that one too. No, that's not what this did. No morning sex. (laughs) Oh, okay. No morning sex here. (laughs) Success. Um, was I woke up, I went to the bathroom, I drank a tiny bit of water, because I'm always thirsty when I woke up, and I went to fucking work. It's like, that was... I had the most success in my entire life getting up, going to the bathroom, having a little bit of water or breakfast if I wasn't intermittent fasting at time, and going to fucking work and actually doing stuff that's going to put me in a better position. A lot of people will wake up in the morning and they'll do a 20-minute meditation, a 20-minute journaling session, they'll do a 30-minute um, stretch, they'll make a green shake first. 30 minutes later, they'll have a breakfast and then they'll go ahead and they'll do some reading and like, that's all good and dandy. But that by the time you're done with that, it's two hours into the fucking day. And now you're rushing and you're fumbling things around because you procrastinated the hard stuff, right? What is the hard stuff? It's the stuff you need to get done right away in order to get to the next step. And that's work, right? So um, do whatever's best for you, but an elaborate morning routine for most people, most of the time, in my experience, is garbage,
1: Elaborate. Yeah. Well, I mean, whatever. I mean, you know, whether they're a little bit longer, a little bit shorter, the bottom line is is that if you prioritize that and that's how you, you know, you want to become a morning person to get more done or whatever the reason is, okay, it can be done. You know, like like I tell married guys that have little kids and stuff. I'm like, they're like, how do you do it? I'm like, listen, dude, I found out by having kids that if I wanted to continue working out the way I do, I have to do it in the morning before the day got started. Okay, I have to do it. So I've been getting up at four, four thirty for freaking decades. Okay, because that's how important it is to me. Well, I can't do that. No, man, you can do it. You just don't want to do it. OK, because you, maybe some mornings you'll be tired because maybe you didn't sleep as as much. So your sleep is more important to you. OK, better sleep is more important to you. The workout is more important to me. You know, so and I'm talking on a consistent basis. I'm not talking all the time. Maybe someone had a terrible night of sleep and they're like, I'm not working out today. Fine. But if you're saying, well, for the last two weeks I really didn't sleep well, you know, I feel like getting up in the morning, you know, uh, sucks. I hope it improves soon. Come on, man.
0: Yeah, you gotta wait for your you gotta wait for your body to adapt. It will adapt. You gotta wait for your body to adapt, especially if you're waking up earlier. But people ask me all the time, they're like, Oh, like what do what you do in the morning? Which more? I'm like, I I wake up at 4 30 right now, okay, and I go to work. I get up and I work, I work on the computer, I do what I have to do. Like I don't dilly dally around. And and um, you know, maybe later on in life when I've achieved some of the stuff I want to achieve when I'm in a better position. Um, I will take a longer morning routine. But when people ask me, oh, like, um what's your morning routine? I'm like, no, it's, it's not my morning routine. Like my day starts at 4 30 AM. That's my day starts at 4 30 AM. Right. I don't, my day doesn't start four hours after I wake up. It starts at 4 30 AM because I got goals that I want to accomplish and I'm under a time frame because I still work full time. So I think it's a changing in your perspective. It's like, you know, the shop magazine, there are five steps to becoming a morning person. It's like, no, no, that's, you're not becoming a morning person. Your day is just starting earlier. This is my morning
1: routine. Every morning. Okay. Coffee, stretch,
0: workout, shower, eat every morning. You know, that's it. But that's, that's it. That's not your routine. It's your routine. Yes. But that's what your day is because you can be flipped to the end of the day too. You go, you shower, you go to work, you eat, you go to the gym, you stretch. Right. So it's like, you're just you just put it in the first segment of the day. And I think more people need to understand that. Like you just did the hardest. I don't think people understand what you just said. I'm gonna break it down real quick, okay? Because that was people could just gloss over that. You do the hardest thing in the morning first. Your workout, your run, and your stretch. That's all disciplinary stuff that people save to the end of the day. By the end of the day, most people are wiped out. Their willpower is right. gone. And so, so I do that because it's most the most important thing to me. Exactly. Do your most important task. First, that should be the morning routine. The title of that article should have been the one thing to do in the morning, <laughs> and that's the most important thing. Like, just,
1: I mean, you know, like today, like you know, older guys like me, and you know, working with kids and stuff, you know, and and we're just like, just get get your ass out of bed, you know, get your ass to work, like just just get your ass somewhere, you know what I mean? Like enough talking, enough, I don't know, get your ass moving, even if you don't know what you want to do for a career get your ass up and just get a job. You'll figure it out. Okay. Um, and you know, and a lot of that, as we talked on other podcasts is, you know, parents, you know, you know, parents are a little bit lost, you know, it's new generation of parents of kids that are later teens, you know, early twenties and stuff. And, and, um, you know, you know, parents have different parenting styles and, uh, you know, that contributes a lot of times to how a young person, you know, uh,
0: attacks their life. Yeah, but anybody, I think a lot of people, um, they're always searching for some form of motivation. And so they don't even get out of bed until they have that motivation. They sit on the phone for 30 minutes until they find something that picks them up. Or their motivation is the fact that they only have 10 minutes left to get ready. Um, I think, you know, if you can suffer through the first two weeks of of not looking at your phone for the first 15 minutes you wake up and just turn the lights on and get right to what you need to do whether it's just going to the bathroom and clean up to wake you up a little bit uh and then hit your phone or hit whatever you gotta do i think that's more beneficial um and and just to close this one topic out of this routine stuff is um it's not necessarily on the routine we spoke on that it's it's being wary of of false information Right. And that's not necessarily false information that they gave. It's false inspiration. Right. Because they're telling people, oh, if you want to become a morning person, this is what you should do. But no, you just force yourself to do it like you just do it like there was I worked from 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. at night. Uh, Monday to Friday Then I worked 6am to 3pm Saturday and Sunday And I was living an hour away in the Highlands So I was getting home at like And I would work out at 9 o'clock at night Till 10 most of the time So I get home at 11 and Then I go to sleep And I wake up at 4am And then I would go to work again And I did that for like two years Or however long I was living in the Highlands for And um, I just did it I didn't want to wake up I was getting four hours of sleep at night Oh if that And working out hard And training 15 fucking people a day Between twelve and fifteen people a day. I didn't I didn't complain. Yeah, I was moody sometimes. I'd come home and I didn't want to talk, right? Because I'm around people all day. I got music in the background all day. I don't even I didn't have a chance to think about what I'm thinking about. Um but at the end of the day, every single morning, I told myself, I'm just doing my duty. I'm just doing my duty. I'm just doing my duty. And most people I think they struggle with that. I think they, they think they deserve something. They deserve, you know, a perfect, you know,
1: and and people that that don't have a focus yet it's they're more likely to, you know, fall, fall
0: off a little bit and not be as motivated. So focus is important too.
1: Yeah, that's that's
0: true. But people are also complaining about having to work in office two days out of the week. Like, I mean, that they can't work seven days or five days a week at home. It's like insane. It's insanity. Um, we had one more topic we wanted to cover. Yes, yeah. We have to wrap up, but yeah, one more topic. It was we were talking before the podcast about being comfortable in your own skin. You said you had an experience with somebody you were talking to them recently. I think you said a client of yours about being judged and, and just um not feeling comfortable in their own skin. And I think it's an important topic. Um, you know, especially with the personal training, I have a lot of experience with people having that that feeling. So um if you want to yeah. talk real quick and explain what
1: Well, you're, I mean, I think it's important to know that, you know. You know, when I talk to people, a lot of times I try to help normalize their feelings, you know, like a lot of times someone thinks I'm the only one that feels this way. You know, fact of the matter is is you're not born with confidence. We're not born with, you know, a strong self-esteem. Okay, Um, that has to get developed. Some people are, 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 you know, get they get that sooner or they're farther ahead. Okay, earlier than you may be. But we walk around thinking if we're not comfortable in our own skin and, and we're very sensitive to to criticism or or if we feel we're being judged by others and it really sets us back. You know, um, a lot of people feel that way, you know, and there's no quick fix, you know, to becoming more confident in yourself. OK, where, you know, you're you're not as sensitive to the potential judgment of others, you know, or feeling like you're getting judged. And, you know, as I say, the older you get. You're more likely not getting judged. okay? you feel that you are, but you're really not because people really aren't focused on you, you know, um, as they're getting older, they're focused on other things. But that having said, the conversation I had with this individual was you just have to keep moving forward and working on things, you know, because as you get older and get more experience, okay, your view of the world widens. Okay. And you have more life experience. Okay. You've had more ups and downs. You start to discover who you are, what your likes are, what you stand for, what your purpose is. And with those experiences and years, like um, you develop that type of very strong sense of self. That's called self-efficacy. Self-efficacy means I have the internal tools Okay, to to deal with any situation, you know, and deal with it in a very functional way. And I feel, you know, very good about myself uh, as an individual contributing, you know, to society. And, um, you know, and all of this is real important stuff. And but you can't I always say you can't take an elevator to the top of the mountain. Okay, anything that's worth, um, you know, anything that's really worth something in life, the things that you can't buy, You have to, you have to gradually keep working towards it. So, if you've had a setback with your confidence, your self esteem, okay, it's you want to like, you want to get a plan, right? Like, okay, how did that happen? Why did it happen? How do I feel about it? How can I prevent it prevent it from happening again? OK, and let me start feeling a little bit better about myself, you know, but with new experiences and being successful at new experiences, you know, you gain confidence and more self-esteem. And Sam, like you see people all the time coming to the weight room for the first time and they may, may be like, you know, I've never done this before. And something as simple as now becoming a weightlifter. And gaining that confidence of knowing what they're doing in the weight room, and seeing gains, and feeling better about themselves, they they're on that road to having more confidence, more self-esteem. You know, and and it's not just the weight room, right? It, it you know, and as you always say, you can't do these things in your bedroom. You can't you can't gain confidence in your bedroom. You can't get have experiences. You know that we're talking about in your bedroom, right? You have to get out that door, get yourself out, and 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 be a part of life and try new things. You know, and you will become more confident. Take risks. You know, um, evaluate that didn't go well. How come it didn't go well? Because X, Y, or Z. Okay, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to correct that. You know, and maybe next time I'll be more successful. You know, but um, that that's the recent conversation I had, and, and you know, the thing is, is that as I told you. When I was younger, you know, and, and I started, you know, when you're young, you're working with older guys, they might be, you know, my age. So if I was your age, like 20, 28, and, um, you know, I was working with a guy who was 60 and I might be busting his chops a little bit. I'd be like, hey, Tom, like, you know, you know, wouldn't, wouldn't you want to come back and be like, like in your 20s? Uh, and And these people would tell me these older guys back then, they're like, no fucking way. You know, I don't want to go back then and feel the way that I felt back then. You know, if I could feel physically as a 20 year old, yeah, I'll take that. But but mentally, emotionally, life experience wise, no way. And these guys are like because they just feel so calm and confident in their life. You know, they've been through so many ups and downs and experiences that they've learned. OK, they've learned the secret to life, which is to accept life on life's terms, terms and don't get thrown by these little things like a road rage. You know, like like you're gonna get so angry at a stupid driver, okay, who, you know, when there's so many more important things in this world, and um, you know, and there's nothing anybody can say to you, you know, after you've gained all this to make you feel bad about yourself. Like those days are over. Like you take it as as you know, constructive criticism. You know, and if you get into a bad relationship and the other person is a really bad fighter, we know those exist, and then the person tries to cut you down. It's, it, you know, when someone tries to do that when you're older, like they did, it's like you have a shield. It's like ping, 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 ping. Like it doesn't it does it like, all right, well, tell me something else. Yeah, I know I suck. That's great. You know, have a nice life. See you later. You know, but, it, but that's not always like that. That's why people don't want to go back and be younger again and, and have those feelings maybe of insecurity, of lack of confidence, of fear of the unknown, the anxiety of the unknown, you know, so um, but but I always tell people, if you don't feel comfortable in your own skin, just hang in there. You will. You just have to stay on the road. You know, I like that metaphor. You know, you know, don't step off the road. Stay on the road. Keep experiencing things. You know, one step back, two steps forward. OK, we all have a bad day. We all have a bad week. OK, we can even have a bad month. But you don't have to, you know, multiply that. OK, you can pull yourself back up. OK, and say, OK, i thought about this for enough. I was depressed about this for enough. You know, let me pull it back together. Let me try again. Okay. And it's possible. It's possible for anybody. So yeah, that's that's the uh, feeling comfortable in your own skin is a good topic. And so many people today don't feel comfortable in their own skin or they're not on the road to, you know, progressing towards feeling more comfortable in their own skin.
0: I think also feeling good in your own skin um, comes down to a couple of things. Uh, I think one is confidence, and a lot of people don't even know what confidence is. uh confidence in my view, and I think the real view is trust in yourself and your ability to produce an outcome. And once you have confidence, you are you end up having more being more comfortable in your own skin because you know you can actually accomplish something like you are the guy, right? So like on the gym floor and people come in, like when I used to be a, a trainer early on I didn't have the confidence I wasn't comfortable in my skin as a personal trainer and so I would always be anxious when someone new came in because I I wanted them to accept me and I thought they were judging me um, but now that I've put in so much time and uh, effort so much so much experience so much experience I trust my skills and so that allows me to sit there calmly and evaluate the situation and then just use my skills to help produce the outcome. And that allows me to be comfortable in my own skin because I have built that. Okay. And it takes,
1: and these are skills that you developed. Nobody gave you these skills. You develop these skills through a desire to learn more and then to apply it in a hardworking setting, you know, and there's no, there's no secret formula for that. You just
0: have to do it. And it's just trying to do something without the expectation of success. It's the acceptance that you will fail. Like I failed so many times and I knew I was going to, and yeah, I got upset. I get upset. I get angry at myself. I don't want to fail. And when I say fail, I mean like have setbacks, like or do make errors, right? These things happen, but they happen so you can correct them and gain the confidence so it doesn't happen again. And if you do that five times, 10 times, 15 times, 40 times, 50 times, 100 times, 500 times, you build confidence in yourself and you build the trust that, oh yeah, this problem came up. I solved that already. I made the mistake. Now I know what to do, and so I think that's a big part of it. But being judged, like um, you know, by people like that, imposter syndrome. Um, I think that comes down to a little bit deeper than just having you know confidence in yourself. Like being comfortable in your own skin is different than the feeling of being judged or having imposter syndrome. Although I think it helps. Like for example, I don't care what people think anymore, and the main reason is death. Like, and people are like, "Whoa, what do you mean? What do you mean?" Like. I'm going to die dog. Like we're all going to die. Right. So why do I care what Karen or Barbara said down the street or what anybody else has to say about me and what I did because they have nothing to do with me. Okay. Well, if if
1: you could bottle that and sell it, you'd be a rich man, you know, at your age.
0: So if you could bottle that and people could drink it and say, wow, I feel the same way. That'd be great. No, but most people don't. It's like for, there's two, they go hand in hand. Like you, I've learned as a personal trainer that you cannot please everybody. You just can't. So one, it's not worth trying, and you're going to die. So why try and please everybody, and why do you care what people think about you? Like, why? I mean, that doesn't mean be an asshole. That means that somebody's perspective view is going to be off. It's going to be skewed depending on how they're seeing you or viewing you or what they heard about you or, whatever, or if what they want to see of you. And if you let that seep into your being and prevent you from doing something, that's where I'm going with this, and prevent you from – doing the things that are going to make you confident and make you have a sense of comfortability in yourself. Crazy dog. Crazy. Don't let it happen. Don't let it happen. Yeah, man. All right. Good talk. Good one. We're checking out gents. Again, if you haven't left a five-star review, please do so. I'm trying to grow this podcast. Like I said, and your support means the world. Um, Just want to say thanks to coach Tom for having himself on again we will keep having him on. If you have any questions, email us at stronggenscoaching at gmail.com. Don't forget the motto here, get strong and stay strong. Coach Tom, you got anything else?
1: It's a pleasure to be here tonight. It's always good. You know, uh, You know, sometimes we don't exactly you know, know where it's, the podcast is going to take us, but um, we stay on the road, and it always takes us to a good destination.